One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Find somebody and I'll find somebody like you. Oh, oh. Thank you. We're used to hearing this on Grafton Street, but since October, 250 Dublin buskers have been stopped from performing due to public health. So instead, this weekend, we're hearing this. Now with things opening up, there is hope that the buskers will follow suit, with the likes of Cork and Galway who have already allowed them back. Founder of Dublin City Today, Sean Leahy, tells us why he started his busking channel, which now has over 600,000 subscribers. So many people around the world were just fell in love with them all and just kind of thought this is something new, you know. And um, as well, there's so much division in the world and there's so many things that are going wrong in the world. I think people really wanted, uh, had an appetite to see uh, people working together and mm-hmm. some unity and togetherness and community kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that's a big part of the channel as well, you know. And there's so much talent. Like, it's incredible. Yeah, it really is. It, it, they're amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, like I say, I mean, the... There's, uh, they seem to have gotten um, uh, a lot younger, whereas I remember, because I was born in the 70s here in Dublin, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I go around and I listen to the busters, but they're all probably in their, say, their late 20s or 30s or 40s yeah. or whatever, you know. But this particular generation, they were all like, there was, Ali was 12 and there was some that were 13, 14, 15 kind of thing. But the level of ability that they had for the age they were and how much fun because of the age they were that they brought to it and freshness and life and yeah. everything, you know. Um, I just I, I just kind of thought to myself, well, this is amazing. And then when I saw them working together and everything, it, it's just, it, it is definitely um, a very special generation of Irish buskers, you know. It's almost as if it's used as a platform now because obviously our music scene is incredible in general yeah. with yeah. all the musicians we have. So in some way, I suppose it's a different way of getting on to that train isn't it yeah yeah exactly yeah so what i would do with the busker cell is that i would always put their uh, social media links in the description of the video mm-hmm. um uh, so people can uh, uh, directly um go and support them on their channel which then uh, builds up their channels and stuff yeah. like that and i also then um, um uh, said to them particularly since coronavirus to set up their paypal accounts you know so so they set up a paypal account and i put that in the description of their video also so people can donate to them online you know mm-hmm. so it sort of it turned into a sort of like busking online What's in your head? 
Rosie Burns singing her cover of the Cranberries song Zombie on Grafton Street before COVID joins us to tell us about how she got started in busking. I sort of always wanted to go busking, but I never had the nerve. Like, so my dad, my dad is in the music industry and uh, my granddad was always like, go on, like, get, get your music out, bus on the street. And uh, I never had, the, I never had the nerve. So I got my license when I was in third year um, or like the summer, like the summer of third year. So um, I just didn't have the nerve. And I was like, no, I don't want to go. I hate it. I hate it. But I just I didn't have the nerve. And I, I, just after my granddad passed away, he never got a chance to see me. So I was like, all right. So I kind of, I kind of was a real boost to get out and just put myself forward and, you know, sort of do it for him, you know? Mm-hmm. How and, was it um, the first time? Absolutely nerve wracking. Yeah. Terrifying. Um, but once you, I played for about two hours and then after that, it was just like, it was brilliant. I loved every second of it. And uh, then I met, obviously, the other butchers, uh, Saad, Sam, Ali. Um, and just like a couple of my best friends I've met on that on Grafton Street from busking, so I, it's like best things ever happened to me. I think. But, what um, What are the best parts of busking? I suppose. Oh, definitely the people. Mm. Like performing is obviously my favorite thing. Uh, with music, but through busking, the people are just incredible. Um, so like the amount of memories I've made on that street in in like just a year, even like is crazy. But uh, I wouldn't give it up for the world. Like, so. I love the collabs that you guys do. Like, there's so oh, many that, so fun, that yeah. get together. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're like one of the highlights because people walking by as well love love people doing mm-hmm. duets and stuff. Because obviously, if you're you're seeing someone performing and they're happy and they're smiling, you're gonna want to stick around even longer. Like, and when you're with your friends, it's just like there's no reason for you not to be happy. You're smiling like you're doing what you love you're singing on the street there's people watching you and you're singing with your friends like there's just you know you can't complain like so people people love that energy that come off yeah. you when you're singing with other people too and also when you're not busking you're also writing your own music aren't you yeah yeah that's like that's one thing i'd really pride myself off is uh, my songwriting and mm-hmm. um, now in the past couple of weeks i've kind of been struggling but it's because there's not really much going on like why i write through experience mm-hmm. and uh yeah so with not much going on it's sort of difficult so I like to read something like read a book and then write about the book I'm reading or watch a movie and write about a couple of the characters in, in the movie or something um like I've, I have a song called uh, Rough Carpet that mm-hmm. I, I wrote about a, a homeless couple that I met at the bottom of Grafton Street around Christmas time actually oh, wow. and uh, he just told me a story and I just found it so inspiring and just had to write about it like so yeah that that's sort of the way I like to write is true experience and true other people have experienced it as well of what I hear, you know. Rough carpet against my skin Cause there's only one mattress in the flat we live in And in the morning we wait to see the sunrise Cause it's the only bit of light The only bit of light I've seen in your eyes I know it's hard sometimes how can people actually support your music and support you at the moment? Uh, just through even a follow or a like and something like really mm-hmm. does go a long way. Like, but uh, financially, like there is obviously the PayPal link in in my Instagram at Rosie Burn Music. Um, for all my socials actually is Rosie Burn Music, and there's just a link to PayPal. And if anyone wants a CD or anything, you can ship worldwide. And when Buskin is back, what's the one thing you're looking forward to? Oh, just performing again with my friends. 
like it's been so long since I've we've all been sat around with the guitar and we're just mm-hmm. singing to each other and it's just that atmosphere is just you can't replace it you can't get it anywhere else in my opinion like it is just amazing have you um, been able to do any live stream gigs yeah there was a couple um like I did one for uh, like a couple of my friends and I did one for Fluttertone mm-hmm. and DCT obviously did a couple did a couple gigs as well mm-hmm. um so what we had was just a, a stage in the Wiley Fox in the Soundhouse um, the center in the Wally Fox, sorry. And um, yeah, it was great. Like, we got like 20 minutes slot each, and it was just great playing to something, you know, rather than mm. sitting in your room, sitting, playing on a phone. Like, you know, <laughs> it must be a weird experience, obviously, from coming from busking and having all these people around you to having just the phone. Yeah. It must be a strange kind of change, yeah, absolutely. Because you're going from playing to hundreds of people a day that are walking by to playing mm-hmm. to absolutely no one, like, it's crazy. <laughs> Well, but, it's not uh, no one, but they're just virtual. They're just—they're not yeah, clapping yeah, yeah. back, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool, that's cool. Um, but like my last gig before lockdown last year, I had a whole week of gigs, like the whole like Monday to Sunday. Uh-huh. It was like just gig after gig after gig, and it was amazing. I played the Ruby sessions. Oh, nice. Tuesday, and then on the Saturday and Sunday, I played with uh, Brian Kennedy up Brilliant. in um, the Asgard Theatre. Um, the whole week was just filled with gigs, and then the next week it's just. Oh, it was crazy since yeah. then like I, I played one gig actually at the end of last year I played a wedding um but half and that like it's been pretty scarce like and it's like as much as I love the the online the online gig it's like I do obviously miss that performance and playing in front of people and it comes Sean tells us what he did when COVID started to affect the on-street busking. Yeah, it's been a it's been a challenge. I, I have to say, it's been a challenge, and it's like I said when it first when the first lockdown happened. You know, um, I did an update video, and I was mm-hmm. saying I was saying to people, uh, and not just the buskers, but to everybody, you know, that uh, circumstances don't make a person; circumstances reveal a person. You know, okay. so I kind of thought it's time to uh, use our uh, one of our greatest tools, which is our imagination. You know, mm-hmm. and um, so I kind of thought, right, what can we do? So, um, I, well, we did some a couple of. Um, um, virtual choir style videos mm-hmm. you know uh, that we had put up and and then later on then um, obviously they were sending me in videos of them at home kind of thing which i was posting and then we put on some um uh, live stream gigs on in the sound house uh, on eden key there Maybe. as well you know so mm-hmm. it was just it was just basically keeping them there um in the uh, spotlight uh, during the whole um, pandemic because obviously there was nowhere to play or anything yeah, like that keep you know? the momentum going for the, Ex- exactly yeah. you know and to kind of just uh, so there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel there you know mm-hmm. and i say look obviously we can't go out in the streets and do stuff but there is, at least now there is a platform where you can still play and um you know so if if if, if there's something that they're working on and say for example if they if they put together a um uh, their, their first single let's say during lockdown well i can promote that through our community posts and stuff like that Brilliant. so you know so if they're working hard on something double city say will get behind them and promote whatever it is that they're doing so mm-hmm. and it's it's uh, and i'm in regular touch um, with a lot of them as well trying to um uh, just uh, keep the um, enthusiasm up and mm-hmm. um, the belief up and everything but it was definitely uh, over the last year uh, it has been um, uh, quite a challenge uh, to keep a busking channel going yeah. when there's no busking going on. Yeah. 
you know. But it's but you know these 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 are the breaks. You know we have to kind of um, uh, take the rough with the smooth mm-hmm. and just uh, uh, play with the cards we're dealt. I suppose to make the most of it, you know. And definitely, I've been in town only a couple of times since everything opened. But you do miss that the the different sounds. You miss it. <laughs> well, I do at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's such a um a part of um Dublin as it well. Is. And yeah. and one of the one of the reasons as well I had set it up was because like when I had set the channel up, um my main uh, thing behind it was I wanted to promote Dublin and I wanted to promote the people of Dublin, you mm-hmm. know, and. Um, um, so I kind of thought, well, with the, uh, the uh, Dublin is such a musical place, you know, and with great people, you know, and I yeah. kind of thought, well, if you combine great people with good music, you've got the busking scene, you know, so and, uh, you know, and, um, and, and the great thing as well, it's like in the playlist section of the channel, every busker has their own playlist. And plus, we also have um, an interview playlist where people can get to know the, bu- uh, the uh, buskers on a, on a much more personal level, you know. Um, uh, w- which is a, a, a great help uh, as well, you know. I do it all, everything on our own. Jacob Koopman is a musician who came here seven years ago to attempt busking in Dublin and never left. So he tells us about having to bring it all online. I have, yeah, ever since the, um, the first lockdown, mm-hmm. I I was very, um, yeah, because I mean, I do music for a living, really. I do pub gigs, I do weddings, I do a lot of these things, and it, it pays my rent. Yeah. And, um, you know, my rent is, you know, you know Dublin City Centre, it's, mm-hmm. it's quite high, you know. <laughs> so I was freaking out about it, and uh, I was already kind of doing lives maybe once a week beforehand on Instagram. And then I was like, you know what, maybe we could try to say, like, okay, on donation, like busking online, you know? Um, and so Chats and Tunes was uh, kind of born out of that, like it just kind of emerged, and that's the show, that's what the show is called now. And uh, it happens every Tuesdays and Thursdays on YouTube and Twitch. How did so, you find it, or how did you find switching over from, I suppose, a live audience to a virtual audience? The thing is, I think a lot of people watch um, from around the world, like this whole busking thing. And that comes mm. from Dublin City today as well. And also yeah. you know, of Ali Sherlock, for example. I think a lot of Americans, a lot of like Australians, like it's just all over the world. People from all over the world are watching YouTube, you know, and have this um, and found busking so appealing. I think it's also because like you get to see the reaction of people there like that are, you know, um, just there walking and like stopping. It's like wow, it's a it's a big thing. Yeah. And I reckon like it's it's more like um yeah, they just kinda hang around and, and, and like, you know, follow the, the buskers that they like. And mm-hmm. so I actually had a following from them as well. And, you know, they actually quite uh enjoy me doing the live streams, which is which is nice because they can't be there for the live gigs most yeah. of the time. And so yeah, it's great. It opens up, as you say, to a lot more people and a lot more countries as well, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you enjoy doing the collabs more than solo stuff, or do you like both? I like both. Mm-hmm. I like both, of course. I mean, I, most of my original stuff is also collaborated with, you know, my producer, for example. True. And, um, you know, I don't know. I think it, it, you always need like a different ear or different you know pair of eyes just to, to look at the lyrics and and um 
you know, because sometimes you're very biased with, with you, what you write. Mm-hmm. You know, so like you're like you know, stuck in this own world, but you know, you need somebody from the outside world to kind of see it and be like, oh no, this doesn't make sense to everybody though. <laughs> Just change it a bit, like you know. But I do, I do really enjoy collaborating with um, all the other buskers, all the other artists that I've been um, collaborating with. Um, yeah, it's just a lot more fun because uh, you have a little bit more human interaction, I guess, you know. That's, that's the thing, especially at yeah. the moment. But tell us, how can people support your music and support what you're up to at the moment? Uh, you can support my music by just typing Jacob Koopman into your browser mm-hmm. and just following every single thing there. <laughs> Brilliant, because you have a website and everything, so that will all direct you to everything yeah, you need so to see. JacobKoopman.com is the website and they'll direct you to most of the... The links over there. Um, I do have a gig, a live stream gig on, in Borgash Theatre, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's um, supported by the Superior Sessions, which is at Thornton Thornton Pianos, mm-hmm. and the tickets are available online, and it supports uh, the charity Minding Creative Minds. Party Council Donna Cooney spoke out at Christmas for the Buskers as she believed there needed to be a plan. She tells us about the great vibes it brings to the city and how important it is for the city. It really brings a good atmosphere and it's it's part of the character of Dublin, mm. I think. You know, it, it's what you sort of come to expect and you actually only realise that when it's not there, um, that it's, it's, it's gone. So it's like you've almost, you, you got to you sort of... I suppose we took it for granted until it was gone. It was like, you know, the music was gone and there wasn't any, wasn't that sound around the place anymore. So um, I think it's really important. And it's their livelihood as well. So, um, you know, and not only your livelihood, you know, if you're a performer, uh, you want to perform, you need an audience, you know. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's really essential that we get this. And I mean, Cork have been able to and Galway have been able to. And I think Dublin needs... Um, really needs to open it up and we can do it in a safe way I was going to ask you is there a reason why other cities seem to be able to do it and we haven't yet I think it's got to do with you know a certain sort of cautiousness when they did see crowds gathering Mm -hmm. and maybe there wasn't a space Um, but I think now that you know there's more space and it was packed into sort of quite you know we only really had um, Henry Street and Grafton Street as areas that were pedestrianised so I think now that we've got more areas, you know, that means that, say, all the way down Henry Street and then onto Cape Mary Street and Cable Street, there's a much bigger area to space out. And you could have then head down and, and say, bring down then um, down Mary's Abbey and continue on um, down to um, Smithfield, which is going to be a big area as well. So there's, there's a lot more pitches, um, you know, that can be made available. And I think it can be done um, in in a way that's safe and and still you know provides a and a, a street performance areas you know they may not be their usual pitches they may need to be spaced out but I think we can do it. And there is rumours that they might be getting told in June whether or not it's going to go ahead. What do we know about that so far? 
we know there's a meeting on the 14th of June. Um, so um, I got a response from that, uh, an official written response that there's a meeting on the 14th of June and it's going to be assessed then. Um, and they're going to, I suppose, make an assessment based on what the situation is with the public health at the time and also how, you know, once everything's opened up and they can see how it's working in terms of, you know, people out on the street and street furniture and the type mm-hmm. of space that's there, they'll assess it at that point. And I really are, I'm really hopeful um, and I'm going to be urging that they do uh, bring the music back uh, into Dublin. To find somebody And I'll find somebody like you Thank you. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.